In this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk with Brittany, a staff sergeant in the Air Force, about what it's like to be in a dual military marriage, what that looks like, what's in her military marriage toolbox, and so much more. This is a great conversation, and I am so excited for you guys to hear it. So let's just jump right into it. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call It's Marriage. We are in the swing of our marriage boot camp series, all about military marriage, what that looks like in many different perspectives, tips and tricks. And so I am very excited. This is all about dual military marriage, what that looks like, what that perspective is. And so if my guest will go ahead, Britt, if you want to introduce yourself and just tell them who you are, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Hi, I'm Brittany. Um, I am a staff sergeant in the Air Force, and so is my husband. Um, We are both at about our 10-year mark, so we're halfway through. Um, We have two kids who are six and eight. Um, We just got married last June, so we just hit our one-year mark of marriage. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Um, and I'm really excited to be here with you guys to share a unique perspective because I feel like, uh, dual military couples kind of get overlooked sometimes when we talk about spouses and the uniqueness of the military. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about this. No, I'm, we're so excited to have you on the show. We're also approaching our one year mark. So by the time this comes out, we'll have approached our one year mark, but yeah, that's so exciting. So let's just jump right into the meat of this then. And so, like you said, you and your spouse are both service members. You both serve in the Air Force, which is awesome. My grandpa um, was in the Air Force, so have a lot of love for the Air Force. But I'd love to know during times when you were separated or maybe one of you was on a deployment or one of you was in the field. um, And I know you've only been married for a year, but we also know as, as military spouses and just understanding the military in general, there can be a lot that's thrown into a single year. Mm -hmm. So how are you intentional with your spouse when you're both off doing your own separate, your own career, your own things? How do you remain intentional with that? So we've been together a few years now, so we have some experience with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So for us, one of the intentional things that we have talked about and we do is that we set a certain amount of time like once, twice, three times a week where we can FaceTime and it's like a Mm -hmm. date, like this is our time and I'm not going to cancel my date. Um, so that's something. And like also understanding, you know, with any other job that sometimes things come first with your job, you know, and you, there are going to be times where I can't answer my phone and there are going to be times when I'm doing something and you know, you're just going to have to, I hate to say it like this, but you know, wait, your turn. So that's kind of like why we try to make specific times that way no one feels like they're being put off. So it's like, this is our time and, you know, we're going to spend this amount of time together. And that really, I think helps. No, I, I love that. I think it's so, like you said, so crucial to put 
a set, like set that time aside. I know Mm -hmm. when, when my spouse was deployed, that was something that, you know, he was very intentional on is like, Hey, I'll call you at this time. We can talk at this time. And it one gives you something to look forward to when you're separated that you can focus on that's separated from the whole, like, I miss you. This sucks. We're separated. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But it also, it creates a forced period of being intentional. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times you can get so caught up in everyday life and in your career and your job and whatever, that in order to take a step back and breathe, having that intentional time is so important and so, so crucial. And I, I really too appreciated that you said, you know, sometimes you kind of have to wait your turn. And I know just talking with other military personnel, military spouses, there's this real nasty taste that's in the mouth about the fact that sometimes certain things do come before family and before time. (laughs) And I think one, before people come for me, it is a totally valid (laughs) feeling. It is a hundred percent valid, but reminding yourself and remembering that it is a job and sometimes things and jobs have to come first. It's not that they're choosing to put that other thing in front of you. It's Mm -hmm. that there is a responsibility and there is a level of, um, need that goes there. Um, but I do think having, again, like you said, that time that's set apart, that's intentional helps a lot with removing that feeling of resentment and that nasty taste in the mouth about, well, I really would want to rather me come first. Exactly. And I think like it kind of helps because we understand in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. because we both experience the same thing at different times. So it's kind of like, okay, I understand like mission comes first sometimes, but I also think of it this way. Like if I was married to a doctor and he was in surgery, I wouldn't expect him to answer. So So it's, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. And I I do know that people sometimes feel that, you know, the mission always comes first, but I, I think sometimes it just has to, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, and a hundred percent. And I think that that's a unique challenge, especially from a, a dual military perspective, because you could have two completely different missions and that you're doing com- two completely different things and they tend to overlap and move and interweave mm-hmm. and interconnect and trying to balance that is a challenge. And so face, you know, going back to, to that, I'd love to know your perspective about challenges that dual military couples face and besides, you know, setting apart time like date night, FaceTime dates and, what, and whatnot, what are some tools that you've put in your marriage tool belt to help with those challenges? So I will say, um, so we have a six and eight year old. They're obviously my husband's stepchildren, but um, for us, one of the biggest challenges, and I know one of the biggest challenges for other dual military couples is childcare, because yeah. if we have to work extra hours, the on-base childcare, which our kids are in school now, so it's not as big of a deal, but, um, sometimes like they're not open the hours that we have to work. Um, right. and so that's, that's a huge challenge is trying to, which luckily my husband and I work, uh, in a really good unit and, um, they're able to work with us. Um, but I know in my last unit, it, it just wasn't as flexible. Um, and so, and I was a single mom at the time. So mm-hmm. that it's, it's really hard sometimes with the childcare, um, other things, it's just TDYing at the same time. You know, if you're going to be gone at the same time and you have kids or animals, we have a ton of animals. We have like a mini zoo right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just like finding people to take care of your house that will take care of it. Like, you know, you would. Yeah. Um, and- the childcare aspect too, though, that you touched on, I know it's so hard sometimes to even one, get your kid into mm-hmm. a childcare center. And so I can imagine that that is, that's a, just a lot right there. 
it is, especially like when you're both expected, you, you get to a new duty station yeah. and then like you're both expected to be to work in two weeks. And it's like, well, the CDC doesn't have any openings. So what am I supposed to do? So right. then you have to find off-base childcare. And yeah, it is definitely a challenge. I know it's something that the branches are trying to work on, but it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely something that's hard. Um, as for our marriage toolbox, I'm trying to think. Um, I think just being open with each other, you know, like if we've had like a rough day at work or something and just, you know, be like today was a rough day, like, you know, I need some time off and like my husband will take care of, you know, certain things that day or like things that the kids need and vice versa. Like sometimes we just understand that like one of us isn't going to be hundred percent that day. Um, and we just make sure that we get like our own time to do things. My husband likes to work on his car. I like to work out. So we just make sure that each other's like emotional needs are being able to be taken care of. And I think that helps a lot. No, I think that's, that's a really good thing to touch on, honestly, is that there are it, within a marriage, I think sometimes it's very easy to believe it's a, it's a one need fix, mm -hmm. but there are so many layers to people in general and to yourself, even that, you know, there are emotional needs, there are physical needs, there are all these different things that need to be worked on. And so having that time to allow someone to fill their cup before they try and fill yours is really important. So both parties aren't for, like facing burnout or yep. they aren't getting stressed or frustrated over little things. They have that time to recharge and rejuvenate themselves. Absolutely. That is awesome. I think those are all really awesome things to put in the tool belt. And if I can paraphrase, I think one of the main things is, you know, communicating, being open, yes. being patient, <laughs> And understanding that it's going to get tough and it's going to be difficult and it's going to be challenging. But I think all of the things that you've talked about at the end of the day, it's worth it. You still have your best friend. You still have your partner. And yeah. all of those things really add up to something that's very sustaining and filling. Yes, absolutely. That's perfect paraphrase. <laughs> <laughs> so I love to ask my podcast guest this question because I think, and even though you're dual, you're also a service member, I think there is a layer of advice that you can offer as well. And if that is, you know, if you could go back to the day that you became this dual married couple, this dual military marriage, what is a piece of advice that you would give younger, maybe more green to this whole, how this works, you? Oh man. This is a kicker question. I know it this is. is one that causes really a lot of one. thought. <laughs> Um, so I would say, it kind of goes back to that last question, um, mm -hmm. that you really do have to fill your cup before you can fill others. Um, I know that like, I definitely have, um, burnt out before in, in my marriage and also at work, you know, and sometimes that, that burnout at work can come into, you know, your household and your marriage and you have to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of leave work at work. Um, and even though we work together, we kind of just don't talk as much about work at home. So yeah, that's something really, I think I would tell myself is like, just, you know, it's not important that stuff, just leave it at work and work when you work and be home and be present when you're home. Yeah. I think that all ties back to what you're saying about being intentional Mm -hmm. in the beginning of, of making that time and saying, this is our time together. Work can stay at the door. 
leave it at the door. That's yes. fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that is fantastic. Well, Brittany, I am so grateful for you coming on and sharing this perspective. And so I'd love for you to take this time to tell people if you have anything going on, if they want to hear more about your story, where they can find you and what they can learn. Yeah. Um, so right now I don't have much extra going on. If you want to follow us, we just <laughs> rescued a thing of kittens, a whole litter of kittens from the side of the road. One of them is blind. She's super cute. Um, but you can find me on Instagram. I am mama underscore bear underscore ventures. And I just share regular everyday spouse mom stuff. And yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'll have her information linked if you just think she's a super cool person like I do and you want to follow her and learn more about what she does. You can follow her all there. I'll link everything like I said. But again, thank you so much for joining us yes. on the show today. And if you are a new listener, thank you so much for sticking around all the way to the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to leave us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram at call to marriage. If you have a general question or just an SOS spouse moment, you can email us at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. It's been so awesome to walk through some different milestones with you. So if you are struggling or if you just need some spousal support, please do not hesitate to reach out. Again, this is the military marriage bootcamp series. We have more coming. So just hang in. It is going to be a ride and I will talk to everyone again soon. Bye.